Okay, welcome to episode 48 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Podcast. This week it's a bit different. Um, we're going to be talking to a comics writer. We're going to be talking about influences, inspirations and also Kickstarters, which he's got one that's about to launch. Um, t- because today we have comics writer and my old buddy, Chris Sides. How you doing, bud? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are you? Good. Second second try at this. Worked all right. Second try at this. I can't work Skype. I can't work Skype. Sorry. Sorry. That's all right. It's not your fault. Um... So we're going to talk a little bit about process and stuff like that. I think I think is going to be the idea. We're going to talk a little bit about the the whys and hows, um, mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk a little bit about your upcoming book because you're about to launch a Kickstarter. When are you launching it, babe? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Tomorrow. Yeah. Everyone's launching this week. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan's launching one as well, isn't he? I, I think, think Johnny Cannon's yeah. launching one this week as well. Oh right, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's a hotness. It's a good time for Kickstarters, and I'm sure we talk about about that. So. Yeah. Let's start because um, you now, for people who don't know you, um, you kind of gave up a certain job to become a writer. Is that right? I'm right in saying that. I did. I used to be a. I used to be a teacher. I didn't give it up for for the writing. I gave it up to look after the kids more than anything. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. I got, I got fed up with it, but the writing just had, so happened to be like an extra, uh, an extra thing I was doing at the time, and right. um, and uh, yeah, it just worked out that way. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Why? So I mean, the big question I would think is, it's a weird career being a writer, isn't it? It's a it's a strange assumption that you can make stories up that people will pay you for, that yes. will inevitably be printed. Do you um, get paid? Perilous, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've not really experienced that myself. But uh, yeah, the uh, so why why writing, dude? Is it something you'd already? I mean, is it something you know from English teaching onwards? Was it or you know? No, not at all. It, it's yeah. bizarre. I don't know what it was. Um, I've always come up with just sort of scribble down ideas yeah. uh, for stuff that I thought was quite cool or um, just random ideas for, for for stories set in some of the stuff that I was interested in, like films or, or books or whatever. Just literally just scribbling just one one word or one word, one uh, sentence stuff. Yeah. And, um, and one day, I, I, I can't remember where we were, we were driving somewhere and I had an idea about Stonehenge and I, I wrote that down and it, uh, for some reason it was in my head I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna expand this so I started expanding it and expanded it into a page of a notebook and then it's you know it, it suddenly made its way into a really really bad uh, handwritten comic script and then okay. and then I sort of I started researching on how it was done properly and like what other people were doing and, so what sort and, of age are we talking here dude oh mate this was uh 10 years ago you know okay. so so you were I in would... your late 50s then, is that right? Late 50s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was thinking of a high number, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it, and, it, and, it, and it kind of went from there. And I just did a lot of research. I did a lot of um, uh, reading around it. I read uh, some screenwriting books, some comic writing books, the um, the Scott McCloud and, yeah. uh, and all that good stuff. And, um, and, and I spent a lot of time online just looking at what other people did. So how they wrote scripts and all that sort of stuff. And, and it kind of went from there, really. OK. Any any good examples you found that were, you know, good for you or? I, I read a lot of Bendis. Uh, I read a lot yeah. of Bendis' scripts, but then Bendis is very particular in the way he writes stuff. So it's kind of uh it seemed it, it's it's quite verbose and stuff i think it was i i i was under the impression that it was it was all like that and it was all you can it's almost like bendis does what he wants i think in scripts but um, okay. very much like uh 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 sort of the aaron sorkin tv writing that sort of thing it's very it's you know using dialogue a lot to sort of convey 
uh, lots of stuff, which is great. But um, and then okay. I started reading 2000 AD scripts, like you, you John Wagner's, and it's sort of very short you know, and to the point. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, scripts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overly verbose at all. He's sort of dread, like angry, you know. And then you, that's you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's and that's yeah, it, and it's just I just it was just sort of filling my brain with all this stuff, really. I mean, um, do you think do you think that's where it starts? Do you think writing starts with an idea? I mean, is, is that sh- should that be where it starts? You know, rather than people sit down and think I'm going to write a comic script, is it should start? I've got an idea, I'm going to write a comic strip, or oh, I'm a writer, you, I've got an idea. You know, how is it? What do you think? I suppose it depends on the medium, doesn't it, or sort of yeah. what you're interested in. I guess, but I, I mean, my my, I suppose mine could have been anything really. I think I just sort of I was reading loads and loads of comics at the time. It was that it was that sort of golden period between. 2000 and 2010 where marvel were, were on fire and dc were putting out some yeah, great stuff king well. back then as well weren't they yeah say again the writer was the king at that time i think yeah yeah the eggs. yeah, yeah. Hmm. um and it, it, you just get some and a lot they were well they were i suppose they were bringing in all the, the mark millers and the, again your bendises and your, your ennis and all that sort of stuff and they yeah. was all you know they were all sort of coming over and um we can say ellis we're not we, we don't shy away from it the ellis word oh, oh well the ellis word yes yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if you're allowed to say that now is there yeah. sort of um but i oh, know he was a huge influence was warren ellis uh, okay. and i read a lot of his i read a lot of his books but i read a lot of his scripts and i read a lot of his online his online stuff um about how to write i think he did something on cbr a while back okay uh, which was which was it was it, it was like sort of opening a brain and you know, just and just going holy shit you know this is you know it really made a difference um, yeah so, yeah i mean a couple of couple of questions that are coming at you now so why comics why? Why not TV? Why not novels? Why not? I don't know picture books. There's a lot of alter, you know, poetry. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a really good question. I, I mean, I, I, I love. We've talked about this before. I love, yeah. I love films and hugely influenced by films. But I just love the way that. Um, I just love the format. I love, I love the medium. I've, I, it's something that I, I kind of, I, obviously, I grew up on, and now, now it's really nice that the, you know, the kids are, as you well know, the kids are reading a lot of comics. Yeah. So, they paste page Hilda and then going back and rereading it all. And I'm trying to get them into it. My eldest is reading Asterix and stuff. So I kind oh, of nice. grew up yeah. into the Asterix and that sort of stuff. So, so it's always been there, but it's, um, I don't know. I, again, I think it was that between that 2000, 2010, it was just that for me, it was the golden age. It was, um, I just loved it. And I just fell back in love with it again. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's what you could do. And, and uh, it was um, funny enough. We talk about influences. Garth Ennis was, I read something somewhere that he said it's like watching a film through a strobe light and you get okay. that sort of, which I thought was quite nice. And it's like, yeah, and there's so much, but there's so much more than that. You know, it, it's so much more you can convey with, um, uh, with, with comics and um, then in films. Why I, I get the impression that a lot of it doesn't work when it's translated. Yeah. Um, I think I like that. I like that idea because things happen in the darkness of the strobe, don't they? In the, in the, in the same way that things happen in the, the gap in the panels, you know, Absolutely, um, and it's, you're using your imagination to to fill in those gaps, aren't you? And I yeah. think that's 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 the beauty of comics is that it, you know it's not it's not spilled out for you in in terms of audio and visual, uh, you know, in front of your face. And while that's while that's fine, and and it and it, and it holds, you know, it, it's it's got its own thing. I think there's there's something magic about 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 that. You know, you can you can do lots with it. I yeah, think. I think you're right. I think there's a lot of studies out there, aren't there? I read one, I've seen a couple where they they talk about having the ability to um bridge the gap to extrapolate what happens between two things shows the intelligence of a reader and it's you can mm. you can give anyone as long as they can actually read words you can give anyone in this world a, a novel and they can they can read it but not everyone will understand a comic because they don't have the ability to 
work out the yes. the, the trans you know, how, how it reads as well, I think, is how yeah. it reads across the page. You know, I've, I've put stuff in front of people. Uh, my mum, for one, like, she just, she, yeah. she, you know, I put some, some of my stuff in there. Oh, do you want to have a read? And she was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I, you know, she, she, just, she just doesn't get the, you know, which is, which is, which is fine. But this, this is coming from someone who's not read, you didn't read, you know, didn't, hasn't read comics. She doesn't, she doesn't. Yeah. Sort of, there's, there's that famous phrase of oh, I got once of what do I read first? Do I look at the drawing or do I read the words first? Words and it's first, never yeah. occurred to me. That's never occurred to me when I've read a page. Right. And I think if you right. start kind of making it logical like that, well, like, you know, you can't say, well, look at the pictures and read the words. It's it doesn't quite work like that. So there's an instinctual movement, isn't there, to it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's how the eye moves, isn't it? I suppose it's sort of and there's that sort of then you can go into the, your panel composition and you know where where you want things to be and that's obviously the, the artist putting things in certain ways that draws the eye and yeah you know that's 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 what's the, that's the beauty of it really I suppose. Okay, yeah. so I'm not going to ask the old hackneyed question of where do you get your ideas because I think somebody will probably shoot me if I say that. But uh, the... what's a book somewhere and it's full of them? No, no. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just copy things out of films. But you know, this is uh, <laughs> so you get. Let's say you get an idea like you just described, like you get an idea about Stonehenge. Do do you let it ruminate a bit? Do you like do you let it grow a bit before you write it down or? Yeah, as as big uh, as big Travel says, he says so let it uh, marinate. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I Let agree. Marinate. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, some. I mean, sometimes this. A lot of this stuff is just. Again, I've got a notebook of of um, of, of just sort of one-liners or just yeah, quite interesting in the news or uh, there's a there's a, a bookmark thing on on the on Google Chrome that just yeah you just you just drop stuff in there every so often. Every so often you just go back and look at it and some of it gels together, some of it doesn't. Okay. Some of it's you know, it, you know a lot of this stuff is. I've got I I, I, I half a dozen maybe more um scripts that are sitting on the computer that have, you know I've, I've spent time putting together and they've just gone nowhere because they just yeah. don't they don't you know they, nothing happens to them and, and it's it's very much like that yeah it's just sort of you just sit you, you, the ideas tend to sort of sit for a bit yeah because yeah. i can't sort of, I think, I, think, I think the thing is yeah. the thing is I say, and I said this recently, is, is, if, is if you sit down and think, I'm going to write a story about, I don't know, gladiators or something, and you just sit mm. there and you write a story about gladiators, everything you write will be everything that probably, you know, like vaguely intelligent people will guess anyway. Because yeah. what occurs to you in the moment is what occurs to them in the moment while they're watching or reading it. Um, sure, yeah. yeah but yeah. if you let it circulate a bit and think, well, I'm not going to, no, I'm not going to do that, or I'm going to make this choice, then it becomes interesting to a reader because they can't second guess everything. I mean, we've no. all watched fucking, we've all seen terrible comics or watched the terrible episode of Doctor Who where you could probably guess each bit of dialogue that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know what's going to happen in some comics. But if you give it that chance, just to, like you say, like like uh, Mr. T says, to let it marinate a bit, then it's going to happen. I know Bendis is a big fan of keeping notebooks, isn't he? He's one of these guys who said, if you're not, if you're thinking about writing, then you should be writing it down. Yeah, it should be yeah. making notes. I think there's a, there's a few there's a few folks uh, um, uh, who sort of recommended it, but I think it just became a natural process in the end. You know, you sort of um, you know you I don't know, you have a dream or, or something, and you wake up and you like you just go oh shit that's that's quite a cool idea. Or you know you start. I've only had a few of those where I've, I've woken up and the, the entire it's a short story. It's usually a short story, and it's right. and it's, and it's completely formed. It's it's completely there. And it's ready to go, and I just I will sit at the computer that day and just and smash it out into a script, and that's really rare. Like it's it's never yeah. happened, but there there only happens sometimes. But yeah, it's that. It's just it's sitting there. I think there's a there's I don't I don't I don't hold to this thing that there are like six ideas, you know, and, and, and <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? There's all that. I mean, I think there's there's, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's that's very similar, but um, 
but I think it's how you tell the story, isn't it? It's how you it's how you do things. It's how it's how you. I suppose it's all part of the personality of the 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 writer and the artist and the people making the book. Yeah, that's the important side of it, isn't it? I, I mean, do you yeah. do you do you pay attention to structure? Do you go for the McKee three or five act structure thing that he talks about? Do you do that? I, I find McKee I found McKee really hard. I I I, you I sort find of it very dry and a bit too mechanical for me. But I know a lot of people swear by it. Mechanical, yeah, yeah, no, completely. It's I, I really liked. Um, I read. Have you read John York's uh, book? No. The, um, into the Into the Woods. No, it's called. It's it's it was. I, I re I read it and reread it and made and made notes on it. It's such a good book and. Um, it, it, it goes into sort of uh, five, yeah, the five act structure stuff, but it's a lot more accessible than McKee. Again, it, like you say, it's sort of, it's just sort it's of like dry. A, it's almost like a, I've, I've, I've read about the first 50 pages and it began, it began to be a, an equation for me. And I thought, yeah, I can't, I can't know. I, I need to, I need to grow it a bit more organically and creatively. But I know that um, I was speaking to Pat, Pat Mills about it and he loves it. He thinks it's brilliant. He thinks it's a great oh, really? idea. Okay. And he, he's, he has the experience to realise that these things work. It's just, uh, because I'm probably lazy, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't be bothered. No, I, you know, it's, yeah. it's horses, horses, isn't it? I do think, I do think that it, you know there is there is some element to it, and I know, and I, I sort of having read um, various bits about it, they they do say that the the, the Hollywood uh, system is is very much that sort of formulaic. Yeah. You follow it like the like a bible, like a mechanism, like an equation, and you sort of you smash out scripts to make it work. But it, like you said, there's sort of there's an it, it's it becomes less of a enjoyable creative process yeah. more of a, there's that rule isn't it that, like that if you see a gun in a scene the, somebody's going to have to at least use it or threaten to use it yeah but, you know there's a gun on the table when you walk into a house and but i don't know kind of i like kind of playing with people a bit and thinking i might do that and then i might not use it and uh but the expectations now i think we're expectations of drama through television are drilled into us aren't they that it's it's organically yeah. always, it's sort of grown into the expectations of comics yeah um, or we expect that. I mean, everyone expects a fucking post-credit scene now in a comic. Never mind in a movie. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I think, it, and it's the it's the influence of of, of the one and the other in it, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah. So, what was the um, what was the first thing you had published? Like, it's but how long have we known each other? We known each other five six years, and we. What was the first one? God, was it I think that Dark Matter. It was. Was that the anthology that Antos edited? No, that was the. Uh, um, uh, what if anthology? That was not what if anthology. What uh, dude? Uh, what's it called? Um, what if anthology. I'm gonna have to look at because it's like it's been so long. Unlawful good. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. that was that was that was a few years after. That was right, um, okay. it was dark matter. I think well, I got something published uh, with Marcosia in their British showcase anthology. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So I, I was I, I, we got uh, we submitted it. Uh, me and Travel submitted a couple of stories and we got in on that. Okay. Um, and then and then it was dark matter. Uh, so we used that as a springboard to try out dark matter and, and self-publish and give that a go. And then it just sort of went from there. So, yeah, the, there was there was a few there was quite a few anthologies, which I, I was, I'm, I'm very proud to be a part of. Yeah, it was that, that was the one with the um, Heather Antos won the um, uh, yeah, some some um, Hallow Scream uh, for uh, Tim West's Hallow Scream. Um, OK, yeah, a, a bunch of stuff, really. And then and then it was and then it went to Impossible and from there Close yeah onwards yeah okay yeah. so how was did you just see a short form strip as something to get your foot in the door or was it a bit of practice or yeah that was part again part of what i was reading was was um i was i was on the 2018 uh board the creative board of, right. so i was uh, reading a lot of that stuff and and sort of reading around and saying and it seemed to be that a lot of people got in writing 
short stories. So I, I wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Capsule was the first one I wrote. That, um, it got in the British Showcase Anthology, but it, that went through many, 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 many redrafts. Oh, really? So I, okay. Are you a big uh, rewriter or...? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. Uh, right. if, Ken, if Ken's editing my stuff, Ken Reynolds, then uh, yeah, it gets page one rewrite most of the time. No, really? Just, okay. No, no. He's just put, I, he's just put together your new one. I just had him on the show actually. He just put together your new one, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I literally nothing leave, nothing leaves uh, nothing leaves the computer without without Ken having a look at it now. Right. It's, okay. He's, yeah. he's you know he's it, it's um his his editorial because I I can I can go a bit off um off the beaten track and go a bit nuts and, and he kind of he's, he's the great leveler you know he'll, he'll sort of come into a script and go no i could tone that down sizey tone that down um, okay oh, that's interesting let's talk a little bit about that then so script written i'm taking so there's a full there's a first draft or maybe a second draft and then yeah. it goes to the editor do you submit it to the editor before the artist or uh yeah so basically okay. it depends on it depends on the project depends on what's happening but as yeah. i say most of the time it's it's edited by ken so I'll, yeah it'd be a first second draft I rarely send anything out as a first draft because um, it's it, it, it's usually a muddle or um, it's not quite ready or it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. But I always need to look through it um, again and have a. It, it, it's one of those ones. First draft, I always feel like you, when you go through that that first draft script, it's it's getting it finished, right? Um, and and getting it completely ready and and, and it just you no know, just completing it and just going yeah shit I've written something great awesome and then you sort of sit back for maybe a week and go cool i've written something and you reread it and you go fucking hell that's terrible um, <laughs> normally i'm so far behind the deadlines i write it and press send yeah so, yeah i know what you yeah. mean but yeah so what you write in final draft is it that's what ben is yeah writing, isn't final it? draft i sort of gravitated to very early so yeah. i i um i yeah I, I don't know what it was about i just like the formatting of it um so it, those it just don't know final draft is the movie standard isn't it it's what if you submit a script or a short film they yes. expect it to be in final draft and does it give you the benefit of like using returning characters and there's absolutely yeah. when you once you type in the character's name uh it, it, and you press you hit you hit enter that that's it that will stick in there for right you know, for, for the rest of the script yeah oh good stuff so it's a sort of centrally located um a bit like a shakespeare play um are you very descriptive yeah. around what you write in settings and stuff like that or in, do you use camera angles or no not so much i right. used to, i used to spend a lot of time I, had to, I i trimmed down i ended up trimming down the um the descriptions a lot um i think it tends to be um quite i try to make it as sort of straight to the point as possible okay so you get you get a sort of uh i, I don't tend to use that sort of you know um int continuous the, those kind of screenwriting terms i tend to go on a wide establishing um right you know, okay yeah we, we're here so when you, you know, say in, some... you mean interiors and that sort of thing yeah 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 so you might start with i don't know wide establishing um x part i tend to use real place place names so it gives it a bit of context right. so uh, you know, you can either look it up, so you know, X pub somewhere, uh, blah blah blah. It's got this inside, and this is this, and it just, it, it's, it's, I try to make it quite terse. Um, yeah, because I know in this in your new one, Bracknell appears. The only interesting time I've ever seen Bracknell. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah yeah no I was, I was trying to find places with military bases i thought they're bracknell black bracknell will do yeah <laughs> cool okay yeah so that turn off the editor now how are you um other than travel who um good old chris um mm. who i know you used to work with and may have accidentally caught me chatting up a load of old ladies at an art class once yeah. um <laughs> the, <laughs> um 
Yeah, I had him under my thumb, making me cups of tea and everything, and then I turn around and he's staring at me with his big face. Yeah, anyway. But the, um, so other than him, how do you go about meeting artists? Is it, is it, I know you've done, this will be your third book for Marcosia, is that right? Uh, yeah, if you count the, the uh, two British showcase books, um, so fourth technically, fourth. I suppose. Okay, yeah, close. Yeah, yes. showcase, um, impossible. Gun gun yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, artists. No, I don't know. You just, it, I think, again, sort of more, more an um, organic process. I think you sort of go to conventions, you start meeting people, you, you know, you have a few beers at, yeah. at the bar and it's it just introduced through through various people and yeah it just you know a lot of it to start with was yeah with Travel it was a lot of people that we could um that we knew so um uh, uh Mamut, who did the the artwork in uh, Dark Matter yeah for one of the stories uh he's uh he works with Chris now uh Dean uh Dean Sanford who did one of the stories he's <laughs> Chris used to teach him oh really uh, okay just like, praying on your yeah. students yeah. yeah I think um didn't didn't I meet did, I remember Chris Travell sitting, you sitting with a female student of. Yeah, Freya, Freya Steele. Right. She did the work on. Um, oh, on I forgot uh, about Freya. Yeah. Whispering Sands, yeah, Whispering Sands, yeah. Ah. Yeah, and that was at Thought Bubble. She came to Thought Bubble, um, I think, yeah, to, 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 to launch the book. So, um, right. yeah, yeah, it was, and she, yeah, she was an ex student of Chris's as well. So, yeah, no, it was, it just, <laughs> it's just through different. Through, through He's different, a crafty um, bastard. He's a crafty bastard, yeah, he is and all. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> So, so it's fairly. So you, you've never been, you've never pitched to Marcosia and Harry Marcos has said, "Oh, or Ian Charman has said, no, have this person.'" That's not how it no, works. No, we, we, I, with, with, um, with Jake on Impossible, I got, I got um, introduced to Jake um, through Harry because oh, um, right. I, you know, because he, he said, oh, "I, I know someone who, who'd, um, uh, who, who'd smashed this out in the park. Do you want to, you, you know, do you want a sort of introduction or whatnot?" So like, yeah, yeah, cool, let's go for it. And I saw some of Jake's work and was, uh, was suitably blown away. So I was like, "Yeah, that, that would work." Worked really well. So that was the, that was the only time on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, quickly yeah. uh, as an aside, I was in a pub once with Harry, and I reckon it's just a bit over a year ago. And mm. you came in. Was the contract you handed him back? Was it the contract for Gunrunner? Uh, yes. I oh, look at might. that bit of history in the making. Yeah. There you go. It's been history in the making. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like oh, I that. Yeah. yeah. I forgot there was a yeah. <laughs> I forgot there was a contract. Yeah, contract at the table, wasn't there? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. He bought me yeah. a drink. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> good so we've got that so we've got the artist set down and then um because you've done a big a mixture of working for companies kickstarting and self-promoting haven't you so it's a bit of a mixture i think mean, yeah how, how have you found that is there any little tricks you found worth doing around that anyone to avoid anyone worth contacting what would you recommend Oh God, I don't know. Um, that's a that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, I yeah. said to you before we before we came on. I've I've, I've been out of it for so long. I sort of um, it's 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 been quite a while. Cause um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I just I think it depends on the project really. Like with here and there, uh, with Adam Jakes and and Ken and and Ariosa, we yeah. sort of yeah. um. We just thought we thought that Kickstarter would be the, the way forward. We pitched it to a few people, and we just we didn't hear any responses. And and we sort of um, there was there was one company that we we pitched to who were very interested, okay. uh, and, and uh, which was great, and we were we were quite excited. But then it just sort of fell flat. So right. we thought, right. well, fuck it, we'll we'll do it ourselves. And and um, Ken's done you know ten million Kickstarters. Yeah. He hasn't really. <laughs> Because he's done a lot of Kickstarters, and he, you know, he's a, he's an old hand at it. So, and he was, he suggested a bunch of stuff, and we went, oh, let's give it a go. But I think it does depend on the project, really. I think it was sort of, um, and yeah, just with, with with stuff like that, I think sort of pitching to people to start with and and see where it goes, really. And okay, yeah. it's a funny time to pitch. I don't. I was gonna. I, I considered talking to you about pitching, but I don't think it's. 
I just don't think it's happening at the moment. I think it's a difficult thing. I mean, working it, it, at a company where people we get loads of pitches and just, there's there's zero chance of you getting hooked up. I've yeah. got to tell you, man. You know. Yeah. No. I. I. And that's and that's the thing. That's what I've I've, I've kind of. I won't be doing it again in in a, in a hurry. Um, yeah. I don't. To be honest, and I think there's there's a there's a whole variety of reasons for it, but. Um, uh yeah it, i don't i'm not sure so this I one think. this one is a combination of two things isn't it so it's being published so all the printing and sending out and advertising on websites and stuff is being done by marcosia but you're you're raising the initial print costs and the pledges out to people by kickstarting it is that right yeah we wanted to give it a go um, yeah. i remember john, john late did it away with his, it didn't he yeah away, yeah. yeah he did a pre-order the the, the same and we thought it was, it, you know, it was a really good idea it was a, it was a great campaign it was um it's not that it wasn't it was it wasn't no frills but it was very much like it was straight down the line this is what we've got and this is what's happening it's yeah. coming out and we just want to just get get it into people's hands so i thought it was a good it was a good idea for i mean it's a great advertising it's a great promotional tool i think we're so used to saying to seeing people saying back my kickstarter you know i think you get away with saying back my kickstarter a lot more often than you get saying buy my books i think i think yeah. you know i think it's, it's acceptable isn't it socially I, almost you know no, I, I I agree, and and um, I really I thoroughly enjoyed the process with um, with here and there. That was it was right. a lot of fun doing it, um, and so I want you know. It, but this is yeah, like you say, sort of it's, it's a different way of um, sort of doing it anyway because it's it was coming out. But yeah, it's um, yeah, agreed. I think it's I don't know. It's, it's just the way that the, the the market seems to be going. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. We're going to um, talk about your Kickstarter, and we're going to talk about Gunrunner in a second. But just uh, we're going to pause there for the advert, if you don't mind, Chris. Of course. Okay, so we've got um, a new sponsor this week. Very interesting. Paying us the big bucks. Devastated by something you read on Twitter. Inconsolable about a new movie casting piece of news. Crying uncontrollably about the cancellation of the book that wasn't selling for shit anyway. Then you too can send £34.95... In a, and send a stamped address envelope to buy our, your very own pair of bollocks. Yes, get a pair. Refunds are not available, so get over it, you baby. Yeah, it's our new sponsor. We'll do any sponsor on it. It's very good. Thank you. Good. Right, new, and the new book, Gunrunner. Right, let's start. Let's start with the cover. Can we get in touch with those tiny bottles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, your missus is next door. Give her a shout. I think same as me. She looks after them for me. That's it. Yeah. Um, right, so I'd like to start with the cover because the cover is one of my favourite covers this month that I've seen, oh. definitely. And it's by Matt Rook, actually, our buddy Matt Rook, who I know you it do is. a bit. Of, you do a bit with Matt, don't you? He does the odd thing for you? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, he, he's uh, he did some stuff for Close. He did a, a print for Close, which was that's right. That's my favourite print, the, the reflection one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Reflection the glasses. Yeah, we if, if uh, uh, Matt Matt is Matt is. Um, how Matt is not working for? for oh, I for really the... don't know. He's he is I... really good. I have to say, I really yeah. like his stuff, and he's very sort of understated geezer, but with a, with a big talent. You know, I think we need to hear more about him. So for those that haven't seen it, Gun the Gunrunner, all in one word, the Gunrunner. It's got a very nineties um, action movie font for the title. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, and it's it's basically a wall of guns. It's um, a wall of guns. Yes, with with a with a, a box that's glowing. Yeah, which is what. Box. what we may find yeah. in the last act of this um yes. are they all genuine guns i always wondered um i think some of them are and then right. matt, took, matt, matt took some liberty on uh, on some of the others particularly the ones on the back cover uh right. that are, okay some of them are definitely not um you know yeah 
I mean, I'd fucking yeah. fire all of those into a crowd, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Arnie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like the one with yeah. the two two triggers just for extra damage yeah good stuff so that's a marvelous cover all in sort of uh combat green i'm going to call it um, yes okay so the credits on this are um you've got quite a big crowd of people on it written and created by chris sides art by pl woods colors pl. by yeah say that for me zerjan zibin zerjan uh Stoy- Stoyklovich, i think Stoyklovich. i probably murdered it sorry so, zibin zibin call him zibin his pen name is zibin nice um yeah. Edited, lettered, and designed. Look at his three jobs. Look at him all nice, over it. Good. Ken Reynolds, yeah. cover art by uh, Matt Rook, and We've published by Mar- he's T boy as well. He make the tea. Yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. He knows he is, and published by Marcosia. <laughs> so Harry Marcos is a, is a buddy of ours. Um, yes. Good stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna say um Pete uh, Pete. How did you get hold of Pete? Is it Pete Woods? I'm not sure. Is it Pete? Pete Woods, yeah, yeah. Pete Woods. There's a, there's a he, he's, 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 I suppose his credit is PL Woods because he's um, there's another Pete Woods in the states, I think. Yeah, yeah, there is, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's uh, he's PL Woods, but no, Pete. I met Pete at uh, London Super Comic Con. God, it was about four or five years ago. Right. Uh, and um, we we had uh, a few too many beers, and I pitched him the book, and we got talking about it, and and fired off some emails, and um, and we. Um, and and that, and that was it, you know. We sort of and, and then a bunch of times we met up in um, met up in London again um, for for drinks and dinner and stuff, and just talked the project through. And and that was um, okay. yeah, that's how I got made. Yeah. Oh, nice one. So where where will I have seen Pete before? Uh, Pete's done loads of stuff for uh, Zarjaz and Future Quake. Oh, um, okay, right. He's um he's he's done his own. He he did something through um uh Planet Jimbot. Uh, that was the Jim oh, yes. Alexander yeah uh, stuff. So he did uh, Food Chain. I think it was the, that'll it was be where the I've seen him. Yeah, I've reviewed a few of their books actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, with Jim Alexander. Yeah, and he did um he's done some Brawler for Time Bomb. So for Steve uh, Tanner. Time Bomb. That's yeah. right. He did a Barry Barry Nugent's um, Unseen Shadows. He did uh, Chimera Factor. Oh, okay. All right. So he's done quite a lot. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. yeah. Cool. Um, so, is this this isn't an ongoing, is it? No, it's one and done. But it's set within the, um, the I call it the Frostbite Legacy for one of the yes. A be- well, that better... was, was going to be my second question. So first one is going to be just give us a little uh, spoiler-free rundown what it's about, and the second one will be what is that about Frostbite. Cool. Yeah. No. It's basically uh, it's an action sci-fi action thriller um, set in 2028, and it's about uh, Tandy Clark, who's a civilian gunrunner for a, a private security company, and she's subcontracted by the mili- subcontracted by the military to uh, run um, some a, a package uh, from uh, a military base in Bracknell, Bracknell, uh, yeah. to um, the the south coast, and some stuff happens on the way uh, and uh, she has to uh, avoid these uh, avoid assailants who are uh, going to stop at nothing to get so this, get for people that, people haven't read it because it's not out yet they weren't done is um it's, this is basically a chase book is that right it's, it is yeah it's yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a big 100 page chase book yeah and yeah. um why female why female protagonist dude I don't know. I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you why. Probably because the idea, the idea, sort of came from many years ago. Um, uh, a mate of mine who's um, we we just we were talking about. And he he actually told me about uh, you can get because I think it was I was I'd quit teaching. Right. And he said, um, he said, oh, you should get a job as a gun runner. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, you can get the civilian gun runners and stuff. And he was sort of went into this great detail. I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was um, it, he just had twins, and one of them's called Tally. So it's my mate Neil. So I, I, uh, I was like, right, yeah, cool, okay, All there right. goes a little nod, a little nod to to her. That was um, that was Would that. Would say his name really? was Neil. 
Neil. Neil yeah. the Gunrunner. Neil the Gunrunner. Yeah, he's uh, not. He's not a gunrunner. He's a, he's another teacher. Okay. Yeah. But I think he'd probably like to be a gunrunner. Cool. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. So from that came this uh, came Tally the the central character. So the... yeah, yeah, and that's 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 purely why I think I just yeah it was just um yeah cool yeah okay um and so she's driving a car she gets given a sort of souped up car didn't she so this is set eight years in the future I think it is isn't it yes yeah. well back when it was written it was um Christ it was about ten about more than ten years yeah right. ten years plus. so you have to have an eye to I mean, a lot, lot, lot changes in eight years, isn't it, now, these days? Yes. Technology moves on and is accelerating, isn't it, they reckon? Um, yeah. So yeah. What, what what, did you have to do to get this tweaked that much extra forward? Especially, bear in mind, you wrote this four years ago or something. Yeah, it was about that. It you, was, yeah, you've, yeah. you've basically shown Apple Watches in here. Yeah a, little, yeah, a little bit. It was, <laughs> to be fair, I, I sort of, the watch, I think the watches were, were about, it was just a case of, it, I, I found um, uh, an article online about um, they, were, they were talking about like wrist phones and this is going to be the next thing and it's going to you know sort of like you can project from your wrist and stuff yeah. and I was again it's sort of doing some research on sort of near future tech and, yeah. and that's one of the, one of the things and you know you sort of the trouble is I suppose if you ever time if you timestamp stuff you you you're, you're sort of you put yourself up for you know whether it's right or not i suppose you know things like um like uh i suppose like blade runner isn't it you know you or things like that or you you know yeah. 2019 timestamp and it's like that's not the future we were promised with the flying police cars but it's it's but it's at the In same time ways, you, it kind of is isn't it you can't yeah. so it yeah. really hit um and it's and it's yeah i i yeah i don't know okay yeah no i see yeah. what you mean yeah i mean do you have to yeah. communicate that to pete did you to get him to you know just tweak everything to be that more Ref, yeah, it's just kind of reference stuff, really. Um, I, we we talked about it a, a bunch, and I sent him a, uh, um, I sent him some reference pics. Again, when writing, it's sort of very much, uh, you know, um, I'll when I'm actually writing the script, I'll I'll go on Google and you you know you you find what you're looking for and you save the picture. So whenever whenever you set you know when you whatever sort of at the art stage, I tend to sort of go that you know this is what I had in my head. If it's any good to you you know please yeah. feel free to look at it if not then do do your own thing type thing so um okay. yeah that was that, that was one of them the wrist watch and um uh was one of them yeah definitely i will get on to frostbite in a minute i know we promised a second ago to expand it but to me is this influenced i'm not a big video game player but is this influenced by video games because the cover the cover looks like that um because you know the best covers these days are on video games aren't they the uh the, <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> they're better than comic ones often but the cover looks like a video game cover to me and you've got a chase with different tech and different things going on and mm. does it is it influenced by are you a video gamer or i, I am a video gamer not a yeah. ca- more sort of casual gamer right. um but i, I yeah I, I suppose i i i'm not a huge multiplayer fan right i don't play a lot of these kind of multiplayer games but i do play a lot of story driven stuff so okay uh, I, I guess so i suppose it's all sort of it I sort of, all sort of collaborates and sort of corroborates into one even, but it's it's um I, I don't know I, yeah I I hadn't I hadn't thought about it like that, but I suppose yeah when when you when you put it like that yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's narrative driven it's character driven but there is the element of this basically quite a cool car chase that goes chase on big yeah and they and they come across various things which we won't spoil I'm sure amongst it I mean how did you choose the villains the villains are a bit if you excuse me for saying so a tiny bit hipstery. <laughs> again i hadn't thought about that but i'll, I'll let's go with that there's yeah, one yeah, of them one of them certainly is isn't he yeah. yes the what that one now that one that one that one with the hat is, on. uh, it's for yes with the hat 
he's based on a friend of mine uh and i he's he's a he's a he's a it guy right and uh uh yeah anton he's um he's a good lad but he he, yeah a lot of his look and his kind of his mannerisms a little bit and sort of um just just sort of i I had him on my head when i was writing him and it it was um he's nothing like anton because this guy's a dick but anton's not (laughs) i just want to clarify that but this but yeah some of it he was a lot of fun to write because it was just sort of um anton's got a very dry sense of humor so you sort of throw that in yeah he's a standout character for me man i gotta be honest with you he's the one yeah he really is because he's he's got the best dialogue he's he's kind of a bit of an odd fish amongst the three just super violent people He's yes. a bit of a, he's a bit of a twat as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ken read it again recently, and he and he just went. He goes, "I really fucking hate him." He's really <laughs> yeah. There you go. No. Ideal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, also got just, yeah a, I've also got a thing for women in eye patches. I've got to tell you. <laughs> Pete threw that in. That was that was a curveball. I didn't. I, that wasn't in the script. That was all Pete. Right. I thought, oh, right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. That's yeah. fine. That's the old comic trope of give them an eye patch. It looks cool, but you yeah. you got to realize if you've only got one eye, it's not easy to shoot. I was going to say, yeah, but it's, it was, it's, it, it sort of fit the bill. And okay. we, so we went, yeah. Now we won't spoil it, but there is a twist at the end, isn't there? Mm. There's, yes. It's, it's hard to, hard to talk about, but there's something that happens at the end that you don't, you don't, well, there's a couple of things happening and you don't quite expect. Um, yeah. Uh, one certainly in relation to weaponry. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that again, it's all, <laughs> Is, is it part of the plan i suppose it was it was sort of when when putting together the all the frostbite stuff that was um that yeah I, that was i think again that was part of the initial idea when i was speaking to 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 uh, neil the gun runner um <laughs> it was was uh yeah just it was sort of what if what if that and what if that and i went oh yeah that's quite cool actually yeah. i remember right down at the time I came, I came home and just sort of smashed it all out on a on a, an a4 notepad i was like oh this might work um yeah yeah it's it's yeah that's okay yeah. okay now um so the plan is it's out there it's written it's done it's um you've you've probably got a test copy a test print i'm guessing of you or no not yet no because we it's um it's 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 ready to go to to uh to harry we're just sort of um we're waiting for the kickstarter really um but we need to yeah we we'll get a tip we'll get a test print um at at some point very soon who who do you print with with harry it's neat it's not one of the people i recognize is it he's not um does no, he, he sends Harry, overseas, doesn't he, to get it printed? Yeah, it's like uh, Lightning Source. Uh, there were in Milton Keynes. I, I think they're still there. Oh, okay. Um, they're a Lightning Source printing company, but they 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 out, they then sort of send it on to. Um, I think they do like print on demand for Amazon and stuff like right, that. So yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I edited a book for uh, Harry recently, and it's that's print on demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is not a bad model these days. You've got to imagine it's not a bad thing to do. Not all at all. Right. No, no. Yeah. It, it's it's um it's it's a it, it's good. Um, and the way the 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 printing set up with with them is uh, is is decent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who who then would write the Kickstarter? Is it you? You're handling it. Are you or? Yeah. Yeah. So I've 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 done. Um, Ken's very very kindly done uh the, the graphics for it and put together the the bits and bobs that go with it. But I did the video. Yeah, did the video. Wrote all the copy for it and and sort of put put it put it together. And it was um it was a joint effort on that front. Um and um yeah yeah it's um so it's just sitting there ready to press go. Is it is that the plan? I'm I'm yeah I'm literally with my finger over the button. Well not literally but yeah my <laughs> finger is on the button now. Yeah. So, so this I mean this pod will go out tonight. So I know I normally put it out. You know probably be out by ten o'clock and it's going live tomorrow do you say tomorrow i can't remember yeah tomorrow morning so yeah 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do the school run and uh, I'll come back and, and press, uh, press. Do you press um, go. do you ever think about the time of day to launch? Is that a thing? I've heard of, I've heard people talk about this to I coincide with them sitting on a train on the way to work or you know there's all this sort of thing. I have to admit I have done that. Or I tend to do that a little bit with um, uh, newsletter with a, with a newsletter. I tend to sort of do it in the morning. Right. Um, I, I haven't because I haven't done a newsletter for ages. The first one went out the other day. Yeah, right. um, thank you for the uh, the mention, by the way, dude. It's very kind of you. Thank you. No, no pleasure, pleasure. Um, I still need to, I need to get copies of those. They're, they're oh yeah, yeah, I'll send you one. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, the um, yeah, I tend to sort of bizarrely. I don't know what it is. I didn't tend to release the newsletter in the morning, so I tend to write it in press go for uh, the morning. And like any social media stuff, I tend to do about five five o'clock because I just got. I don't know. I just we. I, because I do social media for for my work um, as well, right. um, and uh, my day job, and um, it tends to get more looky looks at five about five o'clock. People on the train or whatever. Okay. Uh, not so much anymore. I think you sort of yeah. Post, I mean, I think post- I often think this is a funny time of day. You know, we all we all sort of dictate what people are doing by what we're doing, aren't we? But you know, five o'clock when you're sitting there staring into the dead eyes of your wife, you'd rather be looking at your <laughs> your phone screen. You know, that isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just it's. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any 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 anything in it, but it was. Um, it's just something I've done for a while. I, d- I did read up on it, and, and and it tends to be that that time. God knows. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it is. The, you, you read studies about it. I keep reading things about it, and I mean, I think we go live at six with our right. Kickstarters. I think Adam read somewhere. <laughs> Adam runs. Adam's in charge, so I'm a 52 year old man, and the 25 year old's in charge of me. But he knows better than me, so he says no. Six o'clock's a good time, and right. um, it seems to have worked okay for us so far. Okay. Yeah. Are you having Maybe any? Sh- are you having any bets to say um, how long it's going to take to reach its number? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting this one go to see what happens. I'm. I think last time we 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 took bets and we we were hopeful within three days and we we managed to get it in 24 hours, which is nice. really cool. Good stuff. Um. So uh, we we uh, this one I, I I really don't know. Um. I think I was I was we were we were bigging it up the last one a lot earlier, but this one's just we it was just again it's that pre-order 10 days short and sharp. You know, give it a shot. Here we go, type thing. And yeah, yeah we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So you got any idea for um, stretch goals? Are you doing any extra? So is it is it um, meat and potatoes, um, digital and physical, or have you got a little bit more going on? We've not got. We can't because because we're with Marcosi. We've not got um, the access to the digital, so it's mainly print. Okay. Uh, but because um, Harry does all the digital stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we we're doing mainly print. I've got some stretch goals in mind, and if yeah if one of them comes off it'll be it'll be good fun oh good yeah. nice one man good yeah cool well that's been good that was a good little i thought we'd do a little quick fast one but that seems to have gone for three quarters of an hour on so you know yeah, a surprise. yeah. Uh, catch up, <laughs> good so before we finish tell us what frostbite's about that's the other thing we had to ask oh yeah frost, uh, so frostbite industries it was just again it was it, it came out of uh impossible this idea that there was a sort of this this sort of big company that sort of it's, it's the one sort of constant um, throughout this kind of future history of the world. And um, yeah, I and mean, it was fun. I sort of sat and did a, it was like, turned out to be a three page timeline of stuff that happens. And it just basically is a, it's a bunch of ideas. And it started with um, a few things in Dark Matter, Dark okay. Matter 2. Um, so there's some stories there that set in that, um, but not obvious. And then Impossible was the first one. So it's sort of, um, yeah, it's just that this, this technology company is the one constant, but it means that you can sort of play about. Uh, in different things so I've actually written a, a, three, a three part something or other set 
uh, before Impossible and after The Gun Runner, which I don't know if we'll ever see the light of day, but it was it was fun to do. Okay. Possibly in that, and there was um, there's some other 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 bits as well um, that that might come out of it. So it's just again, it's one of those yeah, you sit and marinate on it and um, yeah. and see. Are you um, are you doing Impossible too? Uh, I'd like to think so. Right. And I started I started actually doing it uh, at the end of last year. I started putting some things together and I started writing an outline. Yeah. Um, so I really hope so, yeah. I think J- Jake might be keen uh, to do it perhaps at some point. I know we talked about it, but it's just a case of it's just a case of seeing whether whether schedules the line up and, you know, no more global pandemics. The zombies don't come. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, who knows what will happen next. Yeah, exactly. Excellent, mate. Well, best of luck tomorrow. I'll be pledging, and I think everyone else should go and pledge for it too. It's in a brilliantly written book. Um, very much enjoyed the story. It's fun. It's fast-paced. It's quite gory, actually, but uh, I like a bit of that. I like a bit of gun gun crime and gore. That works all right for me. Um, yeah, so where can people find you, mate, online and stuff? Uh, website is chrissizewriter.com, uh, Twitter at sidey1982, uh, Facebook, all the, all, the, all the usual places. Good, okay. And we're looking at... Um, when do you get back from the school run? Let's say before tw- before ten, I'm guessing. I'll be definitely before ten. Yeah, definitely. Before- no, I'm not, now I'm thinking six o'clock because I think you might be on to something. No, else. I don't know. Don't take no, 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 take no, no. notice of me. No, we don't know what we're doing. We just we, we just sit about and lark about. That's all we do. Have our lunch <laughs> and make up stories about each other. Good. Nice one, man. You can find my work at um, uh, tributepress.bigcartel.com for all your not safe for work comics needs. Um, have a look out for Chris's Kickstarter. There's quite a few also. Um, Dan Butcher's Kickstarter this week and Johnny Cannon's Kickstarter this week. So it's a great week for comics. Forget your pre-ordering through Diamond nonsense. Just pre-order through Kickstarter. I think it's the way it should be, we should be going at the moment. So, uh, good. Thanks, man. And um, we'll Cheers, continue mate. chatting in a second. Cheers, mate.